0: We haven't been through anything like this in our lifetimes, but you know, Josh, what got us through it is having a very strong network of primary care practices and community health centers and having a really strong, passionate team.
1: Welcome to the ACO Show. While the COVID-19 pandemic and natural disasters such as two hurricanes that hit Louisiana created turmoil in 2020. Allidade and Practices were able to work together to overcome the many challenges and continue to provide patients with quality care. Along the way, they were also able to achieve incredible savings in 2020. To hear about how, Josh is joined today by three different guests, Ahmed Hawk, Chief Performance Officer at Allidade, Nadine Robin, Market President of Allidade, Louisiana, and Dr. Gregory Riggs of Lafayette Internal Medicine Clinic in Lafayette, Louisiana. Past success is no guarantee of future results, and the amount of shared savings earned by an ACO and any particular practice depends on many factors, including national trends and local performance.
2: Welcome to the ACO Show. I'm Josh Israel, Medical Director at Allidade, and I'm pleased to be joined once again by Ahmed Haq. Ahmed is the Chief Performance Officer at Allidade. We're gonna be talking today about accountable care organization results. Ahmed, as you know, an accountable care organization succeeds when it helps keep patients healthy. Uh, this brings down the cost of care. If patients aren't needing to go to the hospital, if they're not getting sick, costs less to take care of them. It's a long journey. If you start in one year, as in this case, if we started in January, 2020, we don't get our results till now, almost 18 months later, but we have some results. So I'd love to hear from you. How did Allidate do in 2020?
0: Hi, Josh. First of all, thank you for having me back on the uh, ACO show. Uh, Allidate did great. Allidate's wonderful uh, network of primary care practices and community health centers did great. Uh, We brought a total savings to the Medicare system of $315 million. And that comes out to about $175 million in total shared savings to our Medicare Shared Savings Program ACOs. And in the performance year 2020, there were 38 of these MSSP ACOs that we had around the country.
2: That's amazing. You know, you and I have both been at Allendale for a few years now, and it, you know, it started as this great idea that within the Medicare Shared Savings Program, that independent primary care docs were probably the best people positioned to help coordinate patients' care, bring down the cost of care through improved health. How is it that it worked? What is it in there that
0: that makes this happen? It starts out with wellness, and the entire nature of the ACO program is keeping patients healthy and at home. And that means going upstream as much as we can to help with prevention and help with wellness. And the healthcare system, as you know, has for a very long time, been a system that incentivized uh, sick care rather than incentivize truly keeping patients healthy and keeping patients out of the healthcare system instead of navigating within it so here at Allidade, what we have focused on very much is that upstream nature of our work and to focus on wellness and to meet patients where they are and to understand the health conditions of the patients and to help solve some of the uh, ailments and some of the challenges that they're facing with their health. How many practices are in Allidade now? As of this year, in in 2021, we have close to 800 practices that are in the Allade network. And uh, these practices are small, one doctor, one physician practices, all the way to very large multi-specialty practices and also community health centers.
2: And what is it you think Allade brings to these practices that has helped them succeed?
0: It's the full Allade value. It's the platform that we bring of technology, data, policy, we also bring the playbook, the necessary work that's needed to succeed in value-based care. We also bring the capital, standing up an ACO, making the investments early on to make the ACO successful long-term does require some capital investment, and we bring that. And Josh, majority of our ACOs are participating in downside risk, and Allidate also secures that downside risk and downside risk is important because the health plan industry, even including Medicare, they are unlocking, they are giving more favorable upside economics to ACOs and to practices. But that does come with uh, needing to agree to downside risk. And and that is something Alidaid secures on behalf of practices.
2: So if I'm a practice listening to this, and I think Allidade brings in shared savings, I'll sign up and those checks will start rolling in. But we have seen that newer practices are a little less likely to get savings. There's something about putting in the time and investment, and the longer one is in an ACO, the better performance there is. But what do you think is happening there that it takes a little time to get the the flywheel spinning?
0: First comes the the mind shift, then comes the behaviors in the ACO. For a very, very long time, the healthcare system has incentivized a work in, workout fee for service, where you got paid for doing services, you didn't get paid for prevention. And the first step is to go through that mindset of, hey, if a patient is calling at 4.30 p.m. on a Friday who wants to come in and walk in to see the doctor, do you wanna let that patient in? Or do you want to break for the weekend early? And seeing that patient may help prevent that emergency department visit, and that emergency department visit is a two or three thousand dollar visit. And if that patient gets admitted, now you're ten thousand plus. And taking that visit on a four thirty p.m. on a Friday evening before, you know, an exciting weekend may seem daunting, but that's the work of the ACO, right? See the patients and prevent unnecessary hospital health care utilization and understand what's going on with the health of the patient and help them solve it. And that's the role of primary care. And this is why, you know, Allidaid's ACOs are led by primary care physicians.
2: $315 million in reduced cost of care in the Medicare program. That, that is amazing. Allidaid does more than Medicare shared savings, uh, other contracts, uh, other groups of patients. Anything you think is worth discussing there?
0: Absolutely. So in the Allidate Network, we have about 1.2 million patients that are attributed across the Allidate Network. And half of those are participating in the Medicare Shared Savings Program with us. And the other half are participating in other contracts. So we have about half a million patients that are in commercially insured health plans. And these are value-based contracts that we have. And we also have Medicare Advantage, about 100,000 patients in Medicare Advantage. And then we also have Medicaid. We have over 100,000 in Medicaid as well. And so we have a growing network of what we refer to as non-MSSP multipayer contracts that are all total cost of care. And majority of them come with downside risk associated with
2: it. I heard a line recently. If you had told me almost two years ago that we'd be in a national pandemic, I'd have believed you because two years ago, we were already in a national pandemic. This has been going on a long time now. 2020, obviously nobody saw that coming. ACOs, I don't think anybody put a lot of thought into how they'd function in a, in a global pandemic, put a lot of strain on people's just human capacities, on healthcare issues. How did how They navigate that?
0: That's a great question. It starts out with having really good practices and having a really strong Allidate team. As soon as the pandemic had hit us in early March of 2020, there was a lot of scramble. There was a lot of unknown of what the pandemic is going to do to value-based care, to ACOs, and to the livelihoods of our practices through revenue and also through the ACO shared savings. And Just like everybody else, we try to see the forest from the trees and all of this. And it was just very difficult. We haven't been through anything like this in our lifetimes and the impact that it may have to our ACOs, to quality of care, and to the economics of our ACOs as well. But, you know, Josh, what got us through it is having a very strong network of primary care practices and community health centers and having a really strong, passionate Alliday team. What we said as we sat down in March 13th or 14th trying to figure out what our pandemic strategy looks like, our strategy was only one, which is do the best thing and do the right thing for patients and everything else will follow. And so we knew, we knew early on that the pandemic is going to devastate healthcare utilization and not just elective surgeries and procedures and and that sort of stuff but also it would devastate patients visiting their primary care doctor. So within the first few weeks of the pandemic, we set up a national platform of telehealth, and we integrated that into the Allidade app, and the Allidade network as a whole went from doing less than 1% telehealth visits to about 40% telehealth visits within 90 days of the start of the pandemic. And so as I reflect back on 2020, and there were a lot of unknowns, uh, we rested back on our fundamentals and our core principle that patients need primary care. And so we met patients where they are either telephonically in their home through telehealth or safely opening up our practices. and. Patients going for too long, especially Medicare patients going too long without seeing their doctors is bad. And there may be some short-term benefits, like, hey, we dramatically reduced healthcare utilization and as a result, we may get shared savings out of that, but we didn't wanna be in that short-term thinking, right? We're playing the long game here. And we knew patients not seeing their doctor could have an adverse effect, right? cancers and heart diseases and what have you downstream. Our strategy was our fundamental, which is believe in our primary care doctors and get patients in for visits. And that's exactly what we did in 2020 to get these results.
2: Ahmed, you've given us the the overall uh, sort of top line dollar sum of $350 million shared for the Medicare program. What does that work out to at the level of a physician's practice?
0: Yeah, so combined with the Medicare Shared Savings Program and our multi-payer contracts, Allidade and its network of practices have generated a total of $461 million in total savings. And that comes out to roughly about $350,000 on average revenue earned per practice in the Allidade network. And this is across all of our contracts. And this is Using one singular platform, one singular set of workflows to impact as many patients within the practices as possible. And we're actually showing economies of scale here. You know, we started out in the Medicare Share Savings Program, and I've come onto your show before to talk about our results, but this is economies of scale when we can add commercial Medicare Advantage and Medicaid contracts, that revenue continues to climb. So we are extremely proud that over 90% of all of our value-based contracts have generated savings and that uh, we are extremely humbled and extremely proud that our practices and our ACOs are generating the savings that they are and generating the much-needed revenue as they are. As you know, primary care has always been one of the lowest-paid professions within the physician community, and we are extremely happy that we're bringing that percentages up nationally.
2: I know we want to caveat that with your results may vary depending on the size of your market, the size of your practice, and that past performance is no guarantee of future results. But let's just say that's fantastic. And congratulations, Ahmed.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
2: I'm now joined by Nadine Robin. Nadine is the market president of Allidate, Louisiana. Welcome to the ACO Show, Nadine.
1: Thanks so much for having me. How did
2: the accountable care organizations in Louisiana do this year?
1: Well, we had a really great year with our Medicare Shared Savings Program. We had five ACOs operating in Louisiana last year, and they saved Medicare over $54 million.
2: My goodness. And how much goes to the practices and Allidade?
1: And Sure. Back to the ACO from CMS, we're expecting to get almost $31 million back to ACOs and back to our practices. So we were really excited about our performance.
2: And right after I speak with you, I speak with Dr. Griggs. Uh, He is in the Louisiana 2016 ACO. Uh, They have been with Allidade the longest. Uh, How did that accountable care organization
0: do?
1: That accountable care organization did very well. They're in our enhanced contracts, so they are a risk-bearing ACO, and they have consistently performed really well over the last few years. Um, they are going to be receiving over $14 million of that. And it actually works out on the practice share of nearly $500 per patient that our practicing physicians will all be receiving.
2: That is amazing. And you have done this, your providers have done this, in really what was a biblical year, hurricanes, COVID. What did you do to help support the practices during the craziness of 2020?
1: Yes, uh, 2020 definitely presented a lot of challenges. It, everyone in the nation, of course, was dealing with the effects of a pandemic and you know adapting quickly to using telehealth to talk with their patients and working through uh, a new way of really practicing meth- medicine and connecting with patients, supporting them through the policy things that were coming out, the paycheck protection programs, and the different. PPE shortages and all the different things that Alliday was able to step up and do to really support our practices. And then in the fall, Louisiana was, you know, had the effects of two major hurricanes that affected a large portion of our ACOs here um, and our practices. So, you know, we just doubled down on those, using telehealth to find our patients, doing a lot of patient outreach, really trying to identify how we could support our practices in getting back open and being able to do the things they needed to do to take care of their patients. The shared savings dollars in particular were really meaningful. We talked about the historic success of the Louisiana 2016 ACO, and about the time they were recovering from those hurricanes, their shared savings checks from the previous year came through, and those were instrumental in allowing those practices to take care of repairs and damages and get their buildings back open to continue to serve their communities.
2: You know, I think we knew that the long-term of fee-for-service was not the ideal payment method and that being paid for outcomes was a better way to go. I don't think any of us could have conceived of a a year like that where patients weren't coming in, they weren't going to be doing fee-for-service, and yet the doctors could still get paid for keeping people healthy because they were in value-based contracts. Do you you think, looking back now, really appreciate a value-based system in a way they may not have had this year not been... Uh, so awful and tested us all in so many
1: ways? I uh, I definitely think that being in a value-based program really helped last year in the way that they were able to practice medicine in a large part because they were prepared possibly more so than they had ever been for something like this to happen. Our practices were geared up to follow-up with patients over the phone and with care managers, and they were really primed to be able to do this work in a different way because of the support they had had in working with Allidate in value-based care for so many years. If there was a way to prepare for a year like 2020, uh, being in a value-based care program was, I think, a very good way to do that.
2: Well, Nadine Robin, market president of Allidate Louisiana, uh, thanks for speaking. Thank you. Now joined by Dr. Gregory Griggs of Lafayette Internal Medicine Clinic of Lafayette, Louisiana. Thanks for joining the show. Thanks for having me. Can you tell us a little bit about your practice?
3: Sure. We're located live in Lafayette, Louisiana. We have seven physicians, one going on to mid-level providers. We uh, have a traditional internal medicine practice, uh, outpatient, inpatient. Um, so we do the full gamut of primary care.
2: Alliday, Louisiana, in 2020 saved Medicare. $14 million and did that primarily through better care, keeping people out of the hospital, avoiding unnecessary ED visits. So first of all, just congratulations. Thank you. So your work with Allidade, just in the Medicare Shared Savings Program, going to bring your practice about a million dollars, I understand, is, is that right? It is, it is. And then in your Blue Cross contract on 600,000, also in, in savings from better care, is that that's,
3: correct also? That's right. How did you do that? I think it's a team effort uh, from top to bottom, both on the Allivate side and then on our side in the clinic here. Uh, we have physicians who are engaged. We have nurses, receptionists, billing, all participating in trying to provide better quality of care uh, that's more efficient uh, monetarily, and that translates into shared savings. Of course, us with a number of resources to identified methods and ways to do that. And so it's really been a process that's where success is achieved on multiple fronts uh, at all levels.
2: What would you say are some of the key things that your practice has done differently
3: uh, to improve patients' health that resulted in this? So several things. One is we've been able to really engage in our care management programs, bringing on additional staff to provide a higher level, more intensive care for our high-risk patients. We've also been able to bring additional staff in just for sort of population health purposes. You know, as you know, as everyone knows, in all day ACOs, we all have these uh, lists of patients who are either out of compliance with medications or, you know, have not done their wellness visits in a timely fashion or or whatever the case may be, frequent hospitalizations. We can work those lists, identify those patients, get them in to see doctors and providers, educate them, and uh, through the resources Allied has provided, as well as the staff, we've been able to bring on board specifically geared towards that in their whole job description, just sort of working those lists, calling those patients, um, has allowed for just a, a much higher level of care.
2: When you joined Allied, were you skeptical? Did you think you'd see these kind of results? You know, I was hopeful.
3: I can't say I would have expected this level of success to this degree, but uh, I, I was very impressed from the beginning. People that were involved, the people that we met with, there was a real sense that they knew population health management, that they knew accountable care, and that their model was innovative, and I thought it was promising. And so, uh, yeah, I didn't think it would be quite to this degree, but I was hopeful.
2: What about during COVID? Do you think this kind of work played out well during the pandemic?
3: Yeah, you know, I I do. Um, I think that one of the nice things through COVID was how Allidade sort of came alongside us and sort of helped us through uh, navigating telehealth, navigating, you know, the multitude of changes and billing and reimbursement that, you know, was being released as, as in real time through CMS and contract negotiations with new contracts that were coming out during that time. So I, I think that, I think it was a, a overall a success. I, you know, there was a scary moment in there for the first few weeks of how does this look moving forward, but it really felt like we were doing, we were doing this together across a network as opposed to an individual isolated clinic.
2: So if I'm doing the math right, it works out to about $485 uh, per patient in a value-based contract that that you're getting. And you're describing this as a, as a team effort. Are you going to be sharing that throughout your whole practice?
3: Yes. As I mentioned, this is something that no one physician achieves this uh, on their own, and therefore no one physician should experience the reward of it. So we uh, have a a bonus program that we've been doing really ever since we joined ACO as as we started experiencing savings that rewarded the engagement participation of our staff anytime we achieve savings. And they know that. And so they expect it now. This keeps them engaged. It keeps them wanting to provide that higher level of of care. They all understand the mission. And uh, for that reason, uh, literally every single staff member that we have receives uh, some form of a bonus at least a couple of times a year now
2: there really is nothing more gratifying for those of us at allidate headquarters than than literally rewarding the practices for their their fantastic work so it, i really just appreciate you you coming on and talking about this sounds like you know you have a great understanding this is a team effort and you're you're going to be
3: taking care of your whole team
2: are there other investments you've been able to make so far with the the benefits of value based contracts
3: uh, yeah you know as i as we as i participate in this uh, podcast i'm coming to you from my office in a, in a brand new 13,000 square foot building that in large part it was pos- made possible through our participation and success with uh, with Allidate and the shared savings programs we participate in. That's allowed us to have more space for staffing, more space to do more care management. It's allowed us to bring in more providers to ease uh, backlog of patients. We can get patients in quicker. We're able to bring on another mid-level provider now. There's just so many things this, this facility will allow us to do, uh, again, in large part through our participation with Allidate.
2: Dr. Greg Riggs of Lafayette Internal Medicine Clinic. Thanks for joining the show and thanks for your great work. Congratulations. Thank you.